give has the connotation of endless abundance. It has the connotation of unlimitedness. Like we can just keep giving our love. It's generous. It's open. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. Super excited that you're here today. Thank you for joining me. I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and the CEO of the Unstoppable Woman, and we are releasing this episode on Christmas. And I thought a really appropriate topic for today, where many of you are exchanging gifts and you're you're giving gifts, is to dive into the law of giving, that giving is the first law of receiving. So I really should have said the law of receiving. So giving is the first law of receiving. Now, most people don't understand how this works. So I would like to unpack this and shed some light on it for you. So oftentimes people think if giving is the first law of receiving, if I want to receive more money, say in my business, I want to receive more income, I want to generate more income and receive it into my business. I need to give more money out there in the world. Now, this is not entirely untrue, but it doesn't capture the whole story. Yes, if you want to uh, receive more, you do have to give more, but it doesn't always happen in a direct line, one-to-one quid pro quo, if you will. You... Um, oftentimes have to give money or give time in order to receive money and receive time, but not always. And this is where people get really hung up. They think in order to receive more money, I have to give more time. This is the work hours for dollars kind of thing. Or if I want to receive more money, I need to spend more money. And this confuses people because if I'm spending more, how do I end up ahead, right? How do I end up receiving more if I'm spending more? Isn't that like a closed loop cycle? And don't I just get into like a spending cycle? And if you don't do it accurately, correctly, then that can be what happens. But I want to share with you a different way of doing this. So in order to receive more, you do have to give more, but you don't always have to give in kind, meaning exactly the same thing. It doesn't mean that you don't have to put in the time or you don't have to uh, invest money into yourself and your business because you do. All uh, entrepreneurs that uh, make more money, all people who who build businesses, put the time in. you, You just have to know that. There is no magic bullet for not putting the time in, but they're also putting other things in. And the same thing holds true for for money. All entrepreneurs, all business builders will put money into their business, into their systems, into their team, into their personal growth. This is part of what they do in order to scale their business. It might look like going to a conference or an event. It might look like hiring people. It might look like hiring a consultant or a team member. It might look like um, really spending the time to get something right in your business or, or, um, really to, to do the sales and outreach and the marketing and all of that. There's so much that goes into business and you can't think that it's going to magically fall from the sky. So you will have to give 
to your business, to your, your dreams, to your goals, to your future, the, the time and the effort and, and, and the money it, it's absolutely required. Now, the less money you have, the more effort you have to put in yourself because with money, you can get help, right? You can hire help. You can buy tools. You can buy services, all of that. But you can also put in and give out into this world uh, confidence, belief, attention, presence, love, knowledge, wisdom, um, inspiration, enthusiasm, clarity, certainty. These are all things that don't cost time or money immediately. You might have had to spend some time or had to spend some money to acquire your level of wisdom, right? Like you might have had to, to put yourself in experiences that caused you to grow and get wisdom that might have um, required some time and some money. You might have had to buy the books or um, spend the time reading or go to the seminars, right? There, there's time and money that that is required often for that wisdom. But in the moment, you can share your wisdom without a lot of expenditure of, of money. You you may have to expend your time though. Okay. So there, there, all of these things link together. It's like a matrix. Okay. But I want you to know that there's more, more to give, or there are subtleties to what you give beyond time and money that may include time and money. Hope that makes sense. Um, but for instance, if you want to make a hundred K in your business, or you want to make, um, seven figures in your business. You don't necessarily have to spend a hundred K or seven figures to, to receive that. It's not quid pro quo from that perspective. Okay. Now, now the rub here is that you actually have to give more than what you are wishing to receive. Now this might sound uh, a little contradictory. I just said that you don't have to spend that hundred K to make that hundred K, but I didn't talk about the value that you're sharing. You have to give more than a hundred K in use value to receive a hundred K in cash value. So you should always be giving more in your business than you're actually receiving. This is a concept from the science of getting rich and by Wallace Waddles. And it's, it's something that I teach in depth in our science of getting rich program. And this is a critical piece to it. I want you to really take this in. You have to give more in use value than you receive in cash value. So what do I mean by that? I mean, you have to give more in whatever service that you're giving. Let's say you're a landscape designer. Your landscape might cost, you know, in terms of labor, labor and product, um, $30,000 to get done. But the use value, what your client receives, the value that the client receives has to be higher than that. So if they're spending 30 K with you, they have to be receiving 60, 80, hundred K. Like how good does their yard make them feel? right? When they come home and see their beautiful uh, landscaping, does it make them feel like a million bucks? That's great use value, right? If they're able to sit in their backyard and spend time with their kids and feel like totally lit up, does that provide more in use value for them? And that's what you want to be thinking about, whether you're an interior designer or an architect or a lawyer or, you know, a real estate agent or a coach or whomever you are, you want to make sure that your product or service is giving more to your client in use value than 
in cash value. Okay. You're always giving more than you are receiving. Okay. And notice that the word is give and I, and I used the word spend uh, a moment ago, but really the word is give. You need to give more. Okay. Give has the connotation of endless abundance. It has the connotation of unlimitedness. Like we can just keep giving our love. It's generous. It's open. It's, um, big hearted. That's the, the energy that come from behind the word give. Now let's look at the word spend. The energy behind the word spend is that it's going to run out, that you're going to like use up all your money. You're going to spend all your money and you're going to go into this sort of, um, abyss, if you will, that there's a limitation of how much you have, or there's some sort of scarcity there. So you want to, you want to look at like what you're doing with your money or today on Christmas with your presence, right? As giving rather than spending. Okay. That's a, that's a really big deal. So in terms of presents, what do we do with presents? Oftentimes we buy things. Okay. So we spend money to buy things or you can be giving and that's a different come from. Okay. So when you are giving a present, you're come from like the energetic place that you're coming from with that present can either be one of spending or one of giving. Do you feel like you have lost something in, in terms of buying that present for someone? Or do you feel like you are um, really giving something to them and receiving something. So the correlation to spending is that you've lost something. The correlation to giving is that you've received something. And that's a big, big deal. Your come from has to be one of giving. And it has to be one where you don't feel like you're going to lose, that you're going to, you don't feel like you're going to lose out or that there's any limitation there. And you can't fake your come from. Okay. Your come from is how you feel. Okay. And, and this is important when you're, when you are paying for things and buying things and using your money. Okay. Now I had, uh, an experience of this when I was first starting out in my business, I realized that I didn't want to have a scarcity mindset around money. And yet I did. And so one of the things that I did was that every time someone would buy my service, right? They would sign up to work with me. I would give a donation to one of the three charities that I, I chose. And I gave a 10% donation. Now at the time I didn't understand um, that you had expenses and that you probably shouldn't take 10% off the, the top line revenue, but it should be after expenses, but I did it anyway. And I didn't die and it was probably the best thing that I could have ever done. So maybe you should too. But, um, I, at the time I wasn't making a lot of money. So giving 10% was a significant, um, give. It was, it made me feel uncomfortable. It felt like, oh my God, I was going to lose out on something for me and my family that I didn't have enough, all of that. So I had to practice changing my come from when I made my charitable donation. So I would make my charitable donation. I would either write the check or do it online. And I would feel the nervousness come up and I would breathe into it and I would change my energy state. And I would think about how good, how this was how I wanted to live, that I wanted to be flush, that I wanted to be someone for whom giving felt 
amazing and that I had enough and like it was all great and that this was exactly how I wanted to live and I wanted to be enthusiastic and joyous about it. And I, I created that feeling for myself because I knew what those feelings felt like. So I created that feeling for myself as I was giving and I practiced that. So you can't fake your come from, but you can practice your come from. Okay. So when I was really practicing, I was really in it. Okay. I wasn't faking it. I was really in it, but I had to consciously choose to do it. And that's the practice. Okay. So your come from is your feeling state. And this is so important because it, it, your feeling state represents your level of vibration. And the law of vibration says everything in the universe is vibrating and everything is vibrating at a particular frequency and things at the same frequency get matched. This is the law of attraction. That's a subsidiary law to the law of vibration. Okay. So if you're come from when you are purchasing something is one of, I'm going to run out. I don't have enough. That is the vibration of that purchase and of that gift. And that's what you're going to be matched with. Okay. So you want to really look at this. You want, you want to in the act. Now don't freak out if, if you are someone who's like, Oh my God, I've been worried about money this entire holiday season. And is, is everything infused with that? Well, yes, but it's not too late to turn it around. So start right now, shifting your energetic state. Now, you know, okay. And, and you can shift that and really move into a different state. So not only, um, do people have energetic, uh, states around feeling like they're going to run out of money or scarcity thinking, or like, I don't have enough money for this, but they have, um, energetics or vibration around resentment. I'm so resentful that I have to go to this, this Christmas and buy these presents. I'm so resentful that I have such a large family and I have to buy all these people presents. So resentful that it's, it's, uh, I don't know, maybe you're a consultant and you're buying all your clients gifts and you're resentful of it. Um, I'm not saying that you are, but if you are, you want to look at that. Okay. Do you spend money with resentment over having to spend it or fear over having to spend it? Well, that is what you're going to match to. That will be your vibration on it, your frequency on it, and that it will be what you actually receive, which is a bummer. Okay. If you spend money though, with joy and exuberance and, um, love and excitement, that is what you're going to be matched with. So obviously you want one, not the other. Okay. Um, so in, and whether you are spending money on presents for the holidays or investing in yourself or your business, it's the same concept here. Okay. Right now we're in the holiday season and, and many of you've bought a lot of presents and it's a, it's a place, it's a time where you can really investigate your, your energetics. Okay. And so it, it matters. Your come from matters. Like, is it the obligation? Okay. Is it, um, feeling frustrated or put upon, or I don't have the, let's say you don't have time to go, go, um, Christmas shopping. How many times do you talk to your, um, friends about like, ah, oh, the holiday season's so busy. Um, I'm like, like there's this put upon drag instead of like, Oh, it's so much fun. Like you have to think about what your come from is. Okay. So if you catch yourself out with that, that's all good. Just be aware of it and make little shifts. Okay. So do you have negative anticipation 
of bad things happening in the gift giving? For instance, do you think people aren't going to like your gifts or that they're not going to be enough or um, that, you know, you won't get good gifts or I, I don't know what it could be, but like, think about what you are thinking about as you're going through this holiday season, get tapped into the feeling of the season, right? The excitement, the enthusiasm, the positive anticipation. Like, I can't wait to see if she likes it. I hope she likes it. I can't wait to see, right? Like some excitement around that. And notice how these two come froms make you feel, make you feel. You will either feel that sort of put upon dread, frustration, um, it's so much work, it's so much time, it's so much money, right? Like that heaviness, or you're going to feel like, oh my God, this is so much fun. I love the holidays, right? And, and you might be uh, a little bit of both, but notice what, what your come from gives you. You already are receiving a feeling state, okay? You already are receiving either more goodness, more feeling great, or you're receiving a diminishment of yourself. So giving is the first law of receiving. You have given frustration, um, feeling like you don't have enough time, uh, feeling like that you're run, running out of money. You are going to receive that in return. That by just how you're showing up. Same thing on the positive side. It's the law. It doesn't matter if it's used positively or negatively. Giving is the cause, the effect is what you receive. This is uh, integrated with the law of cause and effect. There is always a cause to the effect that you have, that you, you end up with. And your come from, your energetic state can be a cause, is a cause, always is a cause, not can be, always is a cause. And it will have a direct relationship it has a direct relationship on what you end up receiving in life and in business. So you are first cause. What you give, what you give is what's going to come back to you. Okay, this is the law of vibration. And um, so if you want a joyous holiday season, give some joy, right? Pretty obvious. We know this. This is the golden rule, all of that. But you want to start looking at it in terms of your daily actions, like letting it, having it not be such a concept that, that that's just out there, but something that you really hold yourself to as a higher standard and really go, oh, look, I'm saying these things to myself and I need to shift what I'm thinking. Another thing that I want to speak about in terms of sharing your gifts with this world is that larger concept of gift giving. So the law of compensation says you'll be compensated, right? The income you receive, compensation, you'll be compensated according to the need for what you do, that's the problem you solve. Your ability to do it, how good you are at solving that problem, and the difficulty in replacing you. So when you own yourself, when you are the authority in your life, when you do not reject yourself or suppress yourself, when you stop saying that you're not enough, right? When you really own your greatness, and this is, this is like a big thing for, for people in business. They, they have visibility issues. They say, I can't do that because I'm, I don't have this done yet, or I'm not this, or because of this, or because of that, right? Like I, I need to look a certain way. I once had someone tell me that they couldn't be 
a singer until they lost weight. And it made me just heartsick, right? Just heartsick. They weren't owning their greatness. They were saying they had to be ashamed of who they were in order to be great. Now, I'm not advocating for being overweight. There are health issues around that, but you do not have to suppress yourself or your greatness or stop following your dreams because of something like that, right? You you need to own yourself and there's deep uh, seated not enoughness there, like deep worthiness issues that come out this way. And they come out in, in all sorts of ways. Like I can't do that in my marketing. I can't ask for that in my price for my services. There's all sorts of ways this comes out. And, and the law of compensation says that you have to own yourself, the full expression of yourself, instead of saying that there's an aspect of who you are that you need to be ashamed of. You need to release that. And I just watched a movie about Serena and Venus Williams, the Williams sisters who are fantastic, um, you know, tennis players, the greatest of all time. And they, you know, I was thinking about how much they've been compensated. They've been compensated quite a bit and they've received huge income. And sure enough, they have invested time, right? They, they were disciplined. They were focused. They were persistent as kids through adulthood, right? They, they put in the time to be great at their game for sure. And they were raised by parents who encouraged them to be a full expression of who they were. And they gave to the world something so unique because of that full expression of who they were that they got compensated at even a higher level, okay? Even more than just winning the tournaments. Okay. So the, the first, uh, contract that Venus signed was for $12 million. This was far and above anything that any other female athlete in tennis at, at that day and age had, had been compensated. And they gave more than just their time. They gave their heart, their spirit, their unique, uh, personality, their inspiration, their enthusiasm. They, they inspired a generation. Okay. So, you need to be a full expression of who you are and give that to the world. That when we talk about your gifts, you need to give that to the world. And what happens? Then you receive at a much higher level because giving is the first law of receiving, but you have to give who you are in this world, a full expression. Okay. And this is, has to be the truth of who you are, not some scared or muted version. Okay. Now you don't have to be an extrovert and you don't have to do it like the Williams sisters, Serena and Venus. You don't have to do it like me. You have to do, in fact, you can't do it like me and you can't do it like the Williams sisters because we're unique. You need to do it like you. And you can be quietly confident, you can be exuberantly confident, but you have to be you and be a full expression of that, okay? So think about if there are subtle ways that you are making yourself small, making yourself a smaller expression of yourself, holding yourself back, self-sabotaging in some way, saying that you're, you're not good enough or wrong, or there's some, some reason to be ashamed of who you are. 
this is being miserly. When you hold back on who you are in this world, you are being miserly. You are, you are being like the Grinch. Okay. You need to, to really, um, love large, if you will be large, be a generous expression of yourself. This is how you're going to receive more. So whether you are giving in your business or giving a gift this holiday season, please think through what is my come from? Is this a full expression of who I am? Or is this some small scared part that's coming through? And then clean up that come from by practicing being a full expression of who you are, practicing being in uh, the opposite of scarcity, but in that joy, exuberance, openness, trust, faith, belief, love, generosity, all of that. Practice that and you will start receiving more of what you give. Now, will it happen instantaneously? Sometimes, but often you need to keep this up for a period of time and become that person until it becomes your norm. And that happens over time. So I encourage you to start today. I encourage you to do it um, as you're giving gifts today. And with that, Merry Christmas. I hope you have an amazing Christmas. I love you all very, very much. May you enjoy the day and have a fabulous time giving of yourself, uh, your soul, your spirit, your wisdom, and your gifts. Okay. Mwah. Hey, thanks so much for joining us and being part of the Unstoppable Woman movement. We have got a ton of free resources for scaling your business at theunstoppablewoman.com slash free stuff. And you can find that link in the description below. So go ahead and check those out. And we'd also love your help in getting our message out to more and more women. If you'd be willing to share this video with all the unstoppable women in your life, that would be fantastic. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. Reviews, likes, and comments are greatly appreciated. We go in and read them all. So thank you for those. And thanks for listening and be unstoppable. Unstoppable.